You are now listening to the Spanglish Tribe Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Ingrid. Welcome to the tribe. Buenas, buenas. <laughs> Stealing from Chiqui Bonbon Real. Yeah. Let me tell you, like we told you last, last episode, if you don't follow her, follow her now because she's blowing up. She's hilarious. Anyways. Welcome. welcome welcome back everyone welcome back welcome back welcome back you're just gonna sing every song <laughs> you possibly can sing <laughs> okay so today on today's episode well first we got news oh yeah jennifer got a new job what congratulations got a new trabajo she's got Full-time plus benefits. I got bennies. <laughs> I got bennies. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, um, same. So, you know, I have told you guys that I work at a college. So, I'm still at the college. Just a different position. We'll kind of, like, split for now. Um, so, I am a academic advisor. So, I, you know, tell little students. Little freshman, she tells the youth of the, the future what classes to take, like you know, pole dancing 101. Because <laughs> <And laughs> they, they offer that at community colleges now, and you know, get your money, you know, 111. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> that's just AK personal finance. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, so yeah, so I'm a student advisor, and today's episode. It's going to be all about college. And what we wish we had known when we were going in. When we were going to college, before we went to college. Before we went to college, during college, beginning college. And also when you're at the end of college yeah. a little bit. Um, cause... So you want to go in that order, like what we wish we knew before? Yeah, we can. Yeah. All right. So one thing that you wish you knew before going to college one thing I wish I knew before. Hmm. Oh, I wish I knew a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> like how to freaking actually apply to different colleges. Because I had, like everybody in high school usually has a counselor. Granted, mm-hmm. my counselor was a lovely lady. May she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. She was amazing. But I think she was a little bit too amazing and too social. It was a lot was, of social hour. Like, that was the office that you walked by, and it was, like, full of students. But were they being advised? Were they, yeah, no, they were just not going <laughs> They were just hanging class. out. Um, so I kind of, I feel like I didn't have, I was very discouraged when I did go by her office, and that's what was going on. So I was like. I think I brought you to my counselor one yeah, time. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, because you were telling me about all these things that you were doing and like, hey, like he did a voucher for this yeah. and whatever and like showed me this college. I was like, I'm He literally gonna... got me vouchers for every single application I submitted. I was like, I got nothing yeah. of that. Right? Like, I don't even remember signing up for my fucking SATs. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the one thing that they focus on so much. Yeah. SATs, 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 SATs. Take Latin because it helps you with SATs. Which we didn't actually need to say because we already knew Spanish. If you knew Spanish, no. it would help you. No, I did not take Latin class. 
I think I did like some after school. Yeah, programming. I remember because I showed up because I wasn't actually eligible because I didn't go to your middle school. Yeah. But I showed up anyway. Like we did. Because some... it was an empty space. That was crazy. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so yes. Um. Just kind of like the process of what exactly it took for me to even apply or even look because I don't think I ever sat down with somebody and talked about like my options yeah and I don't think they did a good job at our school about highlighting what colleges or universities were best for what specific goals you had Mm -hmm. I think even to to this day I have a hard time like like people know like people Mm -hmm. are like oh yeah that school is really good for blank and like yeah like, like today I found out that uh central's a great school for business because they have like a you know like some prestigious program award or or program that's above all the Mm. other state universities you know like um and that's some of the things that i'm learning now as an advisor because i'm an advisor for a community college so our students usually come in for two years um get their associates and go transfer to a four-year institution or they just come to us take a couple classes and then either bring up their GPA or whatever their case is, and then they go transfer to another school. So, yeah, that's I'm learning that through the students that I'm advising. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that would have been good to know, like, if there was a specific... <clears throat> not that we, we're, we weren't the type that knew what we wanted to do yeah. in high school, mm-hmm. but I think that would have been helpful. But like, something, like... Of knowing what school is best for whatever... Well, I don't, to be honest, I don't even think I would have applied to actually, because um, for all you listening, I went to community college for my two first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I even got in, not even got in because everybody gets in, but the reason why I was even registered is because I was doing a program in high school through our math class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of just continued on with that program. They would take me to the college. They, you know, did vouchers for whatever tests I had to do. And then they placed me into classes and I did, um, yeah, we got to do a class that was a a college level intro math 101, basically. It was intermediate algebra. So, well, college level intermediate Mm -hmm. algebra, which is like the entry level mm-hmm. math and it was able to do our math or like fulfill our math requirement, requirement. Mm-hmm. for for high school and for college so yeah so I kind of took off the guesswork for yeah. you I guess and then I did you end up applying to colleges other than that I can't remember so no. I started so but I don't think I think I put in applications but I don't think I even I ever followed up like I don't think I ever followed up I think I got cold feet because I was looking at yeah I was looking at college at because at the time I was looking at forensic science like I went to go visit University of New Haven Mm -hmm. because they have a great like everybody wanted to do that forensic science program because of what's his name Dr. Lee? Lee and I didn't even first of all I did not know who Dr. Lee was um 
I, didn't, I don't know why he was so famous when I did it. I wanted Because he's to, like the real life SVU. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to... The reason why I wanted to go into forensics is because in one of my biology courses, there was a, um, a project that was a forensics case. Mm. And you had... I mean, to, all that was super interesting. Yeah. So I, I th- that's what I wanted to do. And then I wanted to... Um, still stick in for uh, stay in forensics, but maybe do like forensic psychology type mm-hmm. of thing because psychology was always, I really liked that from the classes that I took in high school. Like those yeah. were two classes that I really really liked. Um, I didn't end up. I don't even think I ended up uh, applying to UNH because either something when I went to go visit it, something that they said or whatever, like kind of like completely turned me off from where of UNH. Oh. Um, and I was like, uh, I don't think this is a school for me. And then I started looking at schools in New Hampshire and then for still forensic signs. Um, and then I just got cold feet. And now that I think back, there was like a lot of family issues, not like me, but like, that's what my, uh, you know, we brought in some children and we had to take care of them and all that stuff. So I think that's a lot of what, family like, dynamics. That yeah, like happening. family dynamics just kind of got in the way. And I was like, you know what? I would like to go away, but right now I cannot. Yeah. And like I'm already, my, my foot's already in the community college, literally down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, this there. is, I was like, just stay there. That kind of brings me into like one of the major things that I wish I knew before going to college was more about what the expectation or what you know you you I feel like for me at least I worked towards college all through like high school I'm like okay you just gotta get into college you just gotta get into college mm-hmm. and then like when I got to college I was like what's next like I made it into college what's the next step and no one ever talked to me about yeah. like the next step like I didn't know anything yeah. about how important it was to network in college mm-hmm. did not do any of that yeah um I also ended up be- being a commuter which is such a not a bad decision and it was a decision I needed to make at the time but if I had the choice I would not have been a commuter you know mm-hmm. um thinking about campus life should have been a huge factor in my decision about mm-hmm. what college or university I chose. Mm-hmm. And I never factored that in. It was like, you will you will tough it out and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. College is hard enough without mm-hmm. you having to tough it out on a, on a campus that doesn't fit who you are mm-hmm. or reflect who you are. So I ended up, at first I went to uh, Connecticut College, which is a small university, not UConn. Um, and it's actually really hard to get in, and it's really, like, prestigious for people who know what it, what it is. Um, but it was just not the vibe. Like, it was not – it did not fit my vibe. It did not reflect me. It's a very – it is, um, like, more of an international school, so mm-hmm. there's a different base. But I just didn't find my place there. Yeah. Um, and I didn't understand that there were campus groups that I could have been part in of. a part of and involved in that mm-hmm. could have helped to ground me and, and provide that mm-hmm. support. Because I wasn't told about that mm-hmm. or the importance of that when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right, good luck, kid. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you made it. We're so proud of you. Like, go kick ass and graduate. And it was like, whoa. But, like, what do I do from graduating high school to graduating college? college? There was like, nothing about the, the in between yeah. other than, like, you know, coursework. There was nothing about, like, 
you know, navigating life on campus, none of that support. I didn't get any of that prep. I didn't get, there was no, do you remember ever having a conversation about like college life? And, and um, there was never any preparation for that piece. And so then I ended up because of also like some family stuff, Mm -hmm. making the decision to go to one of the schools that I was waitlisted on. So that was Quinnipiac University. And that's where I ended up um, graduating from but for that I, I was a commuter mm-hmm. and the quality of the college experience for commuters at mm-hmm. Quinnipiac is very different like mm-hmm. there are commuter colleges that do a great job mm-hmm. at having commuters be involved mm-hmm. Quinnipiac acts like they don't have commuters mm-hmm. so there's not really things that are built specifically for that yeah. population or that keep in mind that not everybody is living on campus not everybody um, is just a student like I was working the whole time that I was in mm-hmm. college my school acted like those d- students didn't exist mm-hmm. um, so I feel like my whole college experience was very different I didn't mm-hmm. make a ton of friends in college like I have a few people that are <laughs> like on my Facebook and like I say hey mm-hmm. to you know every here and there but I didn't really I didn't really get to make um, really deep relationships mm-hmm. and I feel like that was something that I missed out on and it's something that I always tell people like really find out about campus culture mm-hmm. and the community that yeah. you'll be building and the people and the networking opportunities and the mm-hmm. opportunities to get involved in the 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 organizations that are on campus and like the initiatives that they have for belonging and inclusion and all that it's so important mm-hmm. and that was something that was never talked about in high school and mind you I was in like honors level classes everything was geared towards graduating and going to college and mm-hmm. there was never a discussion about that even with my counselor who was amazing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was never a consideration that was never I feel like your counselor about. was very focused on academics oh yeah so, of like, course anything, but like, I think and I think I also was very focused yeah. on academics because I knew I could like I was like I could crush it like I can I'm gonna graduate mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna graduate from college too mm-hmm. like I knew I could do the coursework mm-hmm. I knew I was prepared for that and I think that was never an issue in college like I had a class that I didn't do great in, but it was because I was bored, and I was like, eh, fuck this. <laughs> but there was never a time where I didn't do, that I didn't, did I, that I didn't do well because I was just, so, except the fucking biostatistics class, let me, let me add that thread in. Okay, first That of fucking all, class sucks. Okay, I've never take, <laughs> taken biostatistics, but I have taken a statistics class, and that is. But other than that. <laughs> um, two out of ten. Do not recommend, but you do have to take it for a four year Which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> fucking hated it. So just know, if you're going into college or halfway through college, you always have to take a statistics class. Yeah. Which, it again, needed. it was one of the, the few times in my life as a student where I'm like, wow, I actually don't fucking understand this. And I also took the initiative to stay after and talk to the professor so who nice. explained it to me in the same exact way as if saying it again mm-hmm. like let me repeat this to mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. wasn't to help me so i remember one time staying after and be like oh yeah okay now i get it no i fucking don't <laughs> and i just walked out i was like we'll figure it out i mean i passed it so yeah. it's fine but yeah my my statistics class at my second college like i was like Jeez. <laughs> was like, I, I was like coasting and then literally i think like 90 percent of the the class was also coasting yeah. or like I barely sh- understand standard deviations. I know what a bell curve is, but don't ask me. I don't remember shit. any of um, any of this stuff from statistics. Don't ask me about sines and cosine. What? What? The calculator did that for me. Legit. 
Um, so yeah, so for what I wish I knew before going to college, mm-hmm. and I think that's also kind of probably going to be tied into my answer about while I was in college, mm-hmm. that I just didn't realize the whole point of college is not just the academic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of it is the social, and I don't mean like going out and partying. Mm-hmm. I mean like meeting potential coworkers mm-hmm. or potential people mm-hmm. who can employ you yeah. or potential people who can give let you know when their job is hiring and help you get mm-hmm. in there and like be um just helping you on the next step in the next phase yeah i didn't realize that that was a thing and you know what like so i feel like you had a very strong academic right mm-hmm. pre-academic to going to college granted like i passed my classes mm-hmm. With, like, I feel like barely sometimes trying. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I also walked into some of your classes and I was like, bro, it's senior year. Definitely read this book in freshman year. And then that's the thing. So, like, <laughs> like but, so I had, so one thing that I can tell you from, I think, all the way from elementary school all the way to, uh, to high school, I think I had the best math teachers mm-hmm. okay shout out to Ms. De Leon De Leon <laughs> then um we had in middle school I had uh, Mr. Fatral Miss Lavallee Lavallee was in high school and Kafoglis was in high school yeah so whoop, whoop. um so I had probably the best math teachers everywhere I went right English on the other hand yeah I had horrible English teachers. Like, my English teachers, I felt I did not learn anything from. Mm. I had great English teachers, I gotta say. So, I feel like I was, like, like just... Even when in high school, senior year, I was falling asleep all through first period, which was English. Uh-huh. And sleeping until it was my turn to, like answer a question or uh-huh. read a passage yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was up for that five minutes yeah, and answering no, the it. question yeah like my English teachers sucked my my freshman uh, co- uh not college my freshman high school teacher sucked he was like he looked like he was straight out of college and he was like trying to be hip and yeah. you know do whatever he was doing <laughs> with the yeah. students we barely read books. What the hell? And he was like um, a Star Wars fan. I hated and still hate. Don't, you know what? Don't keep this again. I just do not like Star Wars. I don't like sci-fi stuff. I think it's stupid. Um, so whenever a new Star Wars movie would come out, he would not teach and then play this. Stop. Those play are long. The movie. And it, so I, I told him, I'm like, well, like can I go somewhere if this is what you're going to do? Like, can I, like, I don't wow. know, go to the library or whatever? Um, so English was never my... Can I write a paper? Yes. Can I write a paper? Like, can I write... Can I Has Have I ever wrote a 30-page paper? Absolutely not. Lucky, I have never. Lucky you. I have never. I had to write my thesis, and I swear I have a fucking binder. Yeah. I graduated college in 2012. I have a binder with the research for my fucking thesis still in it. As yeah. if I'm going to need to respond to a question about I've this never, thesis. I have never written a 30-page paper. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably why, even if I knew exactly what I wanted to yeah. do for my master's, I would. I think that would 
You'd be like, you know what? Is there a thesis? Not in our mind. I would like... <laughs> I think... I feel like that would deter That's me. funny because what you were just talking about English teachers. I thought... Like, I had great English teachers. I did. But then um, between between junior and senior year, I got to do a program at Yale University. Yeah, I remember that. So one of the classes I had to take was an English class and the other was whatever I wanted, which ended up being sociology, which mm-hmm. ended up being my major. But the English class... I thought, like, mind you, I was one of the top students in our class. Like, mm-hmm. I graduated. My rank was 20 mm-hmm. out of 300 and something. Yeah. Right? I was, like, one of the top students in, my, in our in our school. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this fucking class, knocked the shit out of me. Like, it just, like, whooped my ass. I like, How long was that program? It was five weeks. So, I, I had to do a 10-page paper every week. You know that there's now there's only three. It whooped my ass. They only take three classes. That three weeks. Cause I had a. It's a client. different. There's two different programs though. Okay, so I had a client come in. He was um a high school boy, mm-hmm. and um and he's like, yeah, I'm taking this um class, this writing class at Yale. I'm like, oh my god, I think you know my friend did it. Um, it's like an exploratory, whatever class, mm-hmm. and it's English, and she got to stay in dorms or whatever. So he doesn't get to stay in dorms because of COVID. Yeah, so there's two. There's two different ones though, yeah. but yeah, he might. I think there's one that's like um. There's more students in mm-hmm. that you see walking around with the badges on mm-hmm. downtown. Let me tell you, he said yeah. that that thing was it's hard. hard. He's it like, whooped he's my like, ass. but even in like, I think he was like two weeks in. He's like, even in the two weeks from the first paper that I've written to the paper that I just submitted like this week, it's like completely different. Yeah. Like nuts. So I thought that was cool. We I visited you at Yale. And she everything. did. Yeah, she was like, hold on, you're on campus. Let's I go. <laughs> be right down the street um but yeah i definitely feel you know i feel like that that was something that i didn't really get a, a good sense of like yeah. wow you're actually supposed to be making relationships and, and which i did um yeah and like and like making sure when you're making the a decision about mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. it's a place where there are people or that has a culture or has mm-hmm. a um a community that you feel a part of so full disclosure my both of the colleges i went to predominantly white and we i went to high school in a very diverse school like Mm -hmm. there was latinos and black were the largest Mm -hmm. groups so going back which i'm when i lived in new jersey i was in predominantly white schools too but I had gotten used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when I got back into that world, it was like, holy shit. Like, it just kind of knocks you back because you're like, where where are my people? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I don't see anybody. Um, and like I think me. the other thing, too, is like the school that I went to, it's also a private school. And I don't think it's true that they're all like very well off, like, um, as far like as students, as, as far as wealth, like that they come mm-hmm. from very um, wealthy families. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. But. I think that everybody pretends that they do. Mm-hmm. So there are people who do come from wealthy backgrounds, and then there's people who pretend that they do. Oh. Which is interesting. And I was like, I don't fit either one of those categories. Like, I literally took the bus to school for, like, a part of a semester. Mm-hmm. Like, I was the only one taking the bus from New Haven. Yeah. <laughs> on those, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the only one showing up to school on a city bus. So that was a really big thing and, like, a huge barrier i think to me feeling like i was a part of that school because i'm just like wow people are not like me people are not from where i'm from Mm -hmm. i don't feel like there are people that i connect to Mm -hmm. um and i think that was 
like an added layer that I did not think because I had just like powered through like in my classes in our school mm-hmm. my classes were predominantly white mm-hmm. and I powered through you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it was like all right you get you you're you're there for the education and I was like yeah I'm there for the education but also uh, yeah. I need mm-hmm. community around me and I need support around me and I need people who are going through the same struggle as me because yeah. college is fucking hard yeah. and I didn't have that my family does not understand at all at Were you all. first generation? Well, my my mom took a couple of classes when she was in college, but she de- she wasn't yeah. she never graduated. She never went on like she never um did a four year degree. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was first. Same with my dad. My dad <laughs> went to school. I think he did like a couple years. Don't know if he got his degree. Yeah. Um, she did like classes, not even mm-hmm. not even years. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was like she was she told she'll tell you to, to, to this day she. She had no business. She was not at all involved in me actually getting into college. Mm-hmm. Like, every application was like, here's a tab, sign there, sign there, sign there, initial there, sign there, date there. Like, mm-hmm. that was, that, that is as much as my mom knows about my application process for colleges. Mm-hmm. She had no involvement. I did everything. I had, like, folders for <laughs> every university with the list of requirements and checklists of what I had submitted and what I needed to submit. Mm-hmm. Like the vouchers that I would get from my um, my Counselor. counselor to pay off the application fees, mm-hmm. um, like I kicked ass in the fucking SATs, so that mm-hmm. was good. But like as far as having people my age with my background that mm-hmm. could commiserate, there was nobody. Like <laughs> so that was like a really tough thing I think through throughout the my college experience, which. I was like, thankfully, I, I can impart this knowledge to whoever's listening yeah. into my sister. So she, I feel like she had a much different mm-hmm. um, oh, college experience. Was social. Yeah, and like, she got. I told her I'm like, you need to live on campus. Mm-hmm, you need to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. this, 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 and like preparing her for what that was like. And um, she had a completely different experience. Yeah. So. And then, and that experience that that was not my experience. So like, because the community college I went to was in a neighborhood that I grew up with, with the rest of, like, our high school students. A lot of our high school friends went to our community, like, to my community college. So, and I decided, like, so for at first I didn't want to get involved because we just came from our senior year. We were pretty much involved in everything. Um, yearbook, I think you were involved in, like, senior committee and I feel like I was just doing your book like all day, every day, mm. and all that stuff. So when I got to college, I'm like, when they did the the college fair with all the clubs and stuff like that, I'm like, don't even, don't look at me. Don't even look at me. I don't want to. I got. I I want a year off or I want a semester off of not having to do anything. Mm. But of course, like I said, my friends also went there. Also. Latino and Hispanic and, you know, black. So they joined BSA. Mm-hmm. They joined OLAS, which was Latin, um, the Organization of Latin American Students. And then they got me. <laughs> and then I was part of that. So, um, and then I had, you know, an unintended mentor, which was the head of uh, the advisor for that. Which taught me that you had to network and you needed to, you needed to say hi and talk to everybody, whether it be students or mm. faculty. So I was never able to get uh, a student 
worker uh, worker position because quote unquote my mom made too much. So Which I didn't crazy. so I didn't qualify for that, right? So I could never get a job on campus. So I had a job off campus and then on my off days when I had classes, I would just hang out with my friends that did have jobs on the campus. So like a a couple of us, a couple of them worked in the counseling office. Mm-hmm. So I would hang out in the counseling office. I would help out. I would pretty much like work for free just because like I didn't have anything else to do. She was not trying to go home, y'all. Like I was not trying to go home. <laughs> so to the point that like the head counselor, she's like she's like I want to hire you. And I go, "You can't. I'm not a student worker." And she's like, "I'm going to find a way to hire you." Right? Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, she couldn't hire me in her office because she needed like a special type of contract, but then she found somebody that had a contract available in student activities. And that's how I got my foot in the door in student mm-hmm. activities. So I have the complete opposite yeah. of, and, yeah, of and, your experience. And then I, I, even though I took, you know, I graduated my associates, t- took two years off, went to a four-year mm-hmm. school that I continued doing student activities just on a bigger scale mm-hmm. and a bigger budget. And I was in charge of commuters. So, like you said, you you know, your school didn't really acknowledge mm-hmm. commuters. Um, we had a commuter, like, budget. Yeah. But to be fair, that school is a larger percentage of it is commuter than where, where I went. So, at, at Quinnipiac, it's expected yeah. that you're going to be a residential yeah. Well, student. us, no, mm-hmm. at Jaywoo. So, mm-hmm. at Johnson, yeah, I know. And, Johnson and Wales. So, they're not predominantly commuters no they because we have campuses like you yeah. lived on campus mm-hmm. so and we didn't i don't feel like we had i didn't even know who the commuters were until i actually put on commuter events and i'm like you don't live here like yeah <laughs> because they were just always there because they had friends or whatever and to be honest there wasn't a lot not that i know oh, really? that would come to the events when Granted, that's the thing so they did have events but it was totally tailored, like, you live here. Yeah. Like, it could be a whatever hour. And then that's and what... Whatever, whatever. And that's what I would... take anything into account. I would always argue. I'm like, well, we can't do an event at 7 p.m. for commuters because they're not going to be here. Yeah. I go, they have to be during school hours. They have to be either early in the morning when they're coming yeah, in. exactly. Or in the afternoon. Because I remember lunch. there would be events and I'm like... Yeah, I'm not going to drive up back up to yeah. campus mm-hmm. to do that. Like, it sounds fun, yeah. but I'm not coming back to campus. And yeah. also, I work that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, um, like, and that was, you know, because <laughs> the percentage of our budget up for, for food could only be a small percentage, yeah. right? And I used to always fight to get it increased. I'm like, look, I've asked commuters what they want. They want you know what food. they want? You don't know what they want? They want food, free stuff, and gas money. That's what Y'all they want. Y'all gave gas money? We gave, we, we gave uh, gas cards. I wish. We gave that gas would, cards. I would have come back to campus for that. Or, you know, or things for their car. Yeah. Right? Or, like, a bus pass. Or things. Yeah, definitely. Granted, nobody in Miami took, um, like, very few people in Miami took public transportation because it was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like one day, like, I felt like I was going to get stabbed mm-hmm. in one of the buses in Miami. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, so I, and that's how I, 
you know, got involved. And that's why I love putting on events because I have that background Mm -hmm. and I, you know, made a lot of friends at both schools that I'm still friends with now. So, yeah, like, it's definitely different. So, like Ingrid said, definitely get involved. See, like, what their campus activities is like, what type of clubs they offer. Like, is there a Latin or Hispanic-based club? Or is it is there um, African-American-based club or a BSU? Mm -hmm. Or... um, or any type of club like that that you can or like a coexist club anything that identifies with you yeah I think that's definitely something that or even like are the people that go to that school the type of people that you jive with do they Mm -hmm. have the same like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean I think that's so important like actually having that conversation about would I feel like I belong in that campus Mm -hmm. or what I feel like a security guard is gonna single me out. Like yeah. I don't like I don't go here and pay yeah. here the same tuition as everybody. Else. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of conversations. I think we didn't have in, in, and in, also, in high school. And also, and some, are so important. Yeah, and also something else. Like if you're not comfortable being in a big school, don't go to a big school. Yeah, you're just a number. If you're if you thrive in that type of of environment go for it. Yeah. But if you are a person that would rather be in a smaller school, um, then go for that, that you have like that individual. Yeah. Like, like reflect on what your personality is mm-hmm. too. Cause I think that was, again, not something that ever came to, into the discussion, mm-hmm. you know, was like, all right, can I get, can I get financial aid? Mm-hmm. Can I, is it a school that I can get into? Mm-hmm. Which I also was like, you know, Quinnipiac is not easy to get into either. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, but yeah, there's so many more considerations than just like the academic portion. Mm-hmm. Um, which you just have you didn't make those decisions in high school. In high mm-hmm. school, you mm-hmm. just fell into it, and yeah. luckily, mm-hmm. there um, you ended up in places that were kind of similar in how we how we went through high school mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. you know we had certain groups that were really made us feel welcome mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. school and made us feel like we were connected and yep. like we belonged mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't my experience was completely different where I mm-hmm. didn't find I didn't fall into those groups they didn't mm-hmm. find me they didn't mm-hmm. call me <laughs> you know what I'm saying they lost my number um because I was just as involved in high school as you like mm-hmm. we were always doing a lot of those after-school programs Mm -hmm. and, like, practically living in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And that kind of all dropped off once once I went to college. So Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we only got through the first question about what we wish we knew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So we can revisit the other two questions about what we wish we knew while while we were in college and um, kind of after. Because I think, and especially now that we have la, la, how do you say, la consejera? La consejera is well, is advisor, because oh, they're because semantics. <laughs> because I'm not gonna talk about your problems, even though they do talk about their problems. What's with that me. advisor in Spanish? I can. Mm. I don't know. Somebody translate. <laughs> Google. Be that Siri. Hey Siri. Yo, she under she always thinks I'm you. How do you say? Advisor in Spanish. In Spanish, advisor is asesor de. What? Yo, it's funny As- that her phone asesor. always responds to me. La asesora. 
La asesora. Uh, is here, is in the house. I don't like it. We need another word, but whatever. I don't like it. Give us um, another word, guys, for an advisor. <laughs> so, any last last thoughts on what you wish you had known before we went to college? A lot more, but those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. <laughs> All right? So, it's not just about the academics. Think about... Your social Your social, social life. And we're not talking about partying. Not partying. Unless that's your thing, you know, no. as long as you get the academics done. Yeah. Um... But it's not just about the academics. So that's it for today. So you can find us on our socials. Where are they? Uh, social media. So you can connect with us as Angus Tribe um, on Instagram, right? And also on Twitter, even though we're kind of not there. And estamos en TikTok. Even though we don't post. Even though we yeah. Free advice from the what is it? Advisor? Right. <laughs> Advisor. Um